everyone. Welcome to Wednesday night with us on Money Hungry. We have a, I think, a really jam-packed show tonight. Um, I felt like I should have popped my popcorn because I think we're going to get a little feisty. Um, but tonight we are going to talk about watch out Uber Eats and DoorDash drivers you could see this soon. And we are going to concentrate on everything that's happening in New York City, all the legislations. We're going to do, do a deep dive into it so everybody understands exactly what's happening and how it can affect every driver out there. On top of that, we are also going to talk about how easy it really is to buy fake accounts through Facebook and other means and it's a little on the scary side. And we're going to wrap it up with a DoorDash driver who got into a car wreck and is now in debt for thousands of dollars. So sit back, relax. And Zach, how was your week or two weeks, I should say? Uh, busy, busy. I have been home the last like three days in a row. I've done nothing but sit there and edit and write scripts and stuff. So uh, I... I got some positive news though, Kim, and I'm Ooh. stoked about it. Oh, do share. So, okay. So in the last, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying that it's starting to get cold and the, uh, the blower motor for my heater is broken in my car. Yeah. Finally figured out what the problem is. Nice. It was a freaking fuse, Kim. Are you kidding me? It was a fuse. <laughs> it was a fuse. I'm driving around for two years freezing my ass off and it was a I fuse i i wouldn't survive you are a better person than i am i wouldn't survive well yeah i'm kidding i'm kidding i'm sorry i couldn't it was a free one you served it right up and i, I just couldn't I kind of like i opened my mouth right into that I, one i couldn't help it i'm sorry kim is lovely so, Kim, I've got some conspiracy theories, too, about some of the stuff that is going on in New York and why I think we're going to see it pushed on a more national scale. Uh, it should be a very interesting evening tonight. I'm actually really excited because we're going to introduce him in a little bit. But um, I think it's going to be a eye-opening um, night for a lot of people because we really are going to get into like the exact details of what's going on so everybody understands it just a little bit better and how wacky the stuff really is and some of it's just darn not right so i can't well, wait to kind of go yeah. into it and on top of that we're going to look at some ninja math that they're doing and how they're getting to this number that is not actually the true number that drivers are getting paid. No, and we have like the perfect person because I think our guest is one of the smartest people I know. So I feel like we have like the perfect guest for this episode. So with that being said, why don't we do the introduction? Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Uh, yeah, no. So uh, if you guys know who we are, you almost certainly know who Sergio is. He's a senior contributor for the Rideshare Guy. Uh, he is the co-host of Show Me the Money Club, which is every Tuesday right here on Rideshare Guy, and he's one handsome devil to boot. <laughs> okay, let's bring him in. Oh, hold on. First, before we forget. Ah, see, <laughs> told you. special guest, <laughs> Sergio. Okay, let's see. Yes. Okay. okay. Hey, Sergio, welcome. Hello. How are you? 
Hello, 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 everybody. Hello to the lovely delivery people. Man, uh, you are not going to get a better intro than that. No, no. <laughs> I'm quit while I'm ahead. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Deuces. <laughs> that was short. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you for having me. Seriously, much appreciated. But um, I'm. Um, I like math. So. <laughs> It's, it's, you no, know, really? Some people like other things. I like math, and and so I my I, which side of the brain is it that is math? Left side or the right side? I'm not even sure. Um, I'm uh, yeah. totally handicapped when it comes to art and stuff, <laughs> but one side of my brain is luckily working reasonably well. So there we go. Well, so well, you I'm... you were Sorry. part of something recently that cost the gig companies in California tens, if not hundreds, of millions of dollars. So, and, and you did that by using math. Why don't you briefly talk about what happened and how you came to it? Oh, sure, yeah. Um, that was about May uh, of this year. And we have something called the Proposition 22 in California. That's the law of the land. And uh, it wasn't, I mean, I've been looking at Prop 22. First of all, I have never benefited from Prop 22 because as a rideshare driver, close to 90% of rideshare drivers do not benefit because the way it's written, it has very strict uh, active time driving thresholds, right? But our community has really grown to, you know, since we started doing Show Me The Money and then I get all these emails, the ideas like, why don't you look into this? Why don't you look into that? And I'm like, you know, okay, cool. So a good friend of the channel, Pablo Gomez, he brought me this uh, um, idea. And he said, you should look into this. And I go, okay, let's take a look. So anyway, long story short, I looked into it. There was a um, minute detail that uh, everybody missed uh, in the law. And we caught it. We took it to the California treasurer. The California treasurer said, not my problem. It's Uber Lyft DoorDash's problem. And we go into DoorDash and DoorDash said, nope, that's her problem. So, you know, they're kicking the ball back and forth. And long story short, again, uh, we said, well, this is not going to work out. Um, uh, luckily, we got a hold of the treasurer herself of California and said, look, the law says you must update the mileage partition of Prop 22, which is an expense that they pay um, every year adjusted to inflation. Well, ma'am, you did not do it for two years in a row. And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah, I think Busted. I forgot about that one. And it, it amounted to lousy four cents, four single cents. However, if there is a million and a half gig workers in California, okay, and they probably drove billions of miles in those two and a half years that they missed. And sure enough, we made the companies adjust. And we were on the front page of LA Times for, I think, six days. And uh, luckily, we have good friends on the channel, you know, journalists who listen to us and, and, and you know, amplify our voices. And um, they started paying. And as a family, ourselves, me, my wife, we got close to $400, which we, I don't do that much delivery. My wife doesn't do it either. But then we had emails that some people receive up to $1,800 and multiply that times how many millions of people. So, yeah, we, you know, we asked that to all the gig companies. They said, well, why don't you, you know, we take a victory lap. Tell us how much you paid out. Uh, they said, no, nope, we're not going to do that because it wasn't our problem. And But they did pay. 
And, uh, you know, our back of the envelope calculations came up to close to 200 plus million dollars. So, you know, one for the good guys. <laughs> one for the one for the good guys is is so true. So, I, I mean, you must have been over the moon when drivers started getting paid out to see something that, I mean, you know, whether it was intentional or not, probably wasn't. But regardless, drivers were getting underpaid. And you and Pablo found the problem and corrected it. And as a result, a couple million people got paid. So, yeah. And yeah, thank you. But, you know, that's what we try to do, right? We try to figure these things out. And, uh, you know, we're working on when Brian Merchant finished the first piece, he said Sergio is still working on something related to Prop 22 on a much bigger scale. And we are. Um, and that's going to explode somewhere around January, hopefully. Um, and stay tuned for that one, because that may mean um, the death of Prop 22, to be perfectly honest. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. So speaking of all this fantastic math, I think we should just go like dive right in to this New York new legislation and the 2993, because I know you found some inconsistencies that I'll be honest, I didn't even notice until we started talking the other day. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you, you're totally right. So um we're going to kind of, I think that's where we're going to start. And then we're going to kind of go through the whole tipping thing and other things that are involved in the legislation as well. But I think we should start exactly with the pay because I feel like that's the reason why yeah. we do what we do. Right. So let's dive yeah. right into that. So I'm going to bring this up. So right, that's a wonderful number. Yeah. 29.93. Looks good. I, it looks, looks good. good. And I want you guys all to like remember this number because I feel like a lot of times when you even talk to like our own subscribers and people in the comments, they're like, oh my God, 29.93, that's awesome. And I'm like, eh, no, no, on the surface, it looks absolutely fantastic. Who wouldn't want to make 29.93 per hour? I think we all would be like, plus, oh, okay. plus tips. Plus tips. Yeah. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Potent potentially, I think is the key is the key word. Yeah. So, so uh, really quick, I want to just throw a question out there to the chat before we get into this. If you could get twenty nine ninety three, no, no, no bullshit, no fake numbers. Just if you could get twenty nine ninety three per hour every hour, would you take that knowing that you weren't going to get tips the majority of the time? Just a yes or a no. Okay, let's continue. Good, Sorry. Good question. That is a good question. I Sergio, mean, what's your answer to that? I, 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 okay, I, I would, right? Number one, that's what, I mean, that's just exactly what happened in California. You know, delivery um, due to Prop 22, our numbers are a little bit less than $29.93. Um, our numbers are about, right about $23, $24. So I do speak to a lot of delivery drivers when I'm doing deliveries. And I talk to them. They're mostly part-timers, like over the weekend, 10, 15 hours here and there. And I tell him, I go, what's your acceptance rate? He goes, oh, I take everything. I'm like, okay. Because in California, if you take everything, literally, like if you're on both apps, let's say Uber Eats and DoorDash, the busiest two, you will be busy. You will take $2 orders, $5 orders, $4 orders, because after two weeks, there's, there's something called a top-up, right? So if you made, let's say, $18 an active hour, you're going to be made whole up to $24 per active hour. Now, 
the active hour is the key word here. You know, hmm. some, some people call it utilized hour. Some rideshare companies call it booked hour. You guys have to understand that this is like most of you probably do DoorDash. So let's explain it on the DoorDash terms. On your DoorDash app, when you finish working for the week or the day, I don't know what they call it on DoorDash. I'm, I apologize for that. But it, it says, I think, dash time. time. Or dash time. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's active right. time versus the, dash time. And the other one says what? It's active time versus dash time. So dash time, so dash time is when you're online waiting right. for, for uh, pings. Active time is from the time you accept the order to the time you finish the order, take the picture, and then deliver it and be done with it. That's active time. Another thing that chat and everybody else has to understand is there is something called in our world utilization factor. As we all know, we have 60 minutes in each hour. Luckily, these apps have not been able to change that yet. Yes, maybe, maybe they're working on it. I'm sure they're yeah, going to scheming out. in the background. Yeah, they're going to figure out, you know, well, let's just change the clock. <laughs> but <laughs> again, so active time is easily figured out by taking your dash time. Oh, sorry, active time, like your actual number. Let's say give a hypothetical. You are online for 10 hours. Okay. Your active time is five hours. Your utilization factor is 50%, five zero. That's it. That's simple as that. So once you figure out what your active time is, then that 29.93 that they're talking about makes a whole lot of sense. What's the reason for that? The reason for that is Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, all these companies, Uber Eats, obviously, Grubhub, all the companies who hire independent contractor workers as drivers somehow have always quoted active time in the media, mm -hmm. in their earnings reports, because to them, the time you're sitting in your car waiting for a trip is inconsequential. Yep. doesn't mean anything. Well, to me, it does, because that's my hour that I'm never going to get back. Or if I was active 50% of the hour, that means I only was actually delivering for 30 minutes of the 60 minutes. Well, what happened to the other 30 minutes? So, but these companies have a way of doing math, fuzzy math, that it automatically extrapolates the 30-minute active time into 60-minute clock. So here's another simple example. Let's say I took one DoorDash order. It took me exactly half an hour, okay? And with tip, I made $15 on that order, okay? Per active time according to them what they do is they take that and double assuming that i did another 15 dollar half hour order and there is your 30 dollar active time they always extrapolate back to that 60 minute clock although you didn't do anything for those 60 minutes so going to the new york situation with the 29.93 there is a utilization factor that i explained what it is so in new york city the average utilization factor of a courier is 60 percent six zero wow. that means 60 percent of the 60 minutes they're busy delivering 40 percent they're sitting waiting for orders okay so if you took to 29.93 get all the calculators out math classes in session if you got, <laughs> uh, 29.93 and took 60 percent of 29.93 
it adds up to exactly $17.98. Now, they're able to say $29.93 because they're extrapolating that $17.96 all the way to $29.93 by saying, if you were busy the whole 60 minutes, that will equal to 20, the $17.96 will equal to $29.93. There's a point to that. What's the point? The point is, if you, let's say, on DoorDash only, and you have, you've been busy enough, you work the busy hours, you accept every single trip. Literally, you're going from order, drop off, pick up, drop off, pick up, drop off, and you fill your 60 minutes that way. Okay? Then, 29.93 is a good number. However, in the real world, where utilization factor is 60%, that 29.93 is going to be very, very difficult to reach. So that's the math, people. 29.93 is not what so, it seems to be in most drivers' cases because of the utilization factor. So really, the average so, driver in New York City, when it comes to, because they they know the utilization of the drivers in New York City. So basically, yeah. they're basically they're getting 17.98 per hour, not the 29.93 yes. per hour, which yes. it looks all good on paper, but the reality yes. is something completely different. Yeah, that's one thing. The second thing is. Now, you could say we most prefer or recommend to everyone to multi-app, right? Of course. So let's say you have Uber Eats on, DoorDash on, Grubhub on in New York City, and you're on a scooter, all right? But most of the time, you're going to be on a scooter. I mean, you're not going to be able to deliver with a car in New York City. Um, so once you do that, and you have all these apps on, what are the what is the likelihood of you literally going from one order to another to another? It's pretty good, right? So they're just going to the base fare is still going to be lower, but what's going to do is that just like in California with Prop 22, every week you're going to get an adjustment. And and Kim luckily had a driver, uh, you know, earnings after the ruling came into play, and we'll talk about that when the time show comes. And uh, so potentially, potentially, you could make $29.93 per active hour in New York City. But they should not just go out there and sell it as $29.93 per hour, right? They, but math is clear to me. And it's clear to them, but they're able to somehow get away with it, with this kind of, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know, you guys think it's false advertising or what is it? I think it's probably double speak. I think right. it's uh, there's a little bit of truth to what they're saying, uh, but you kind of have to be a knowledgeable driver to unlock that truth, if that makes sense, for lack of a better word. Yeah. So if you if if you have the the skills to keep yourself busy, if you have the apps, then yeah, you're gonna do great. Yeah. But I, I guess ultimately, and Sergio, I know this question. It's it's kind of a you know clearing things up for the the chat. But what motivation? does a gig app have for keeping one driver busy for the entire hour? Well, none, because there is not that many orders, obviously, to start with. And then there is many, many drivers out there. That's why, you know, the city keeps um, utilization factors. That's how they came up with 60%. And that yeah. number was actually higher during the pandemic, but then uh, it's gone down to 60%. And they took the 60% average to come up with the online hour pay, which is if you took 29.93 and took 60%, it's 17.96 or 17.98, whatever it is. This is this is 
my thought about this, right? Um, so the seventeen ninety eight is definitely better than what it would have been, what was before. That's a fact because there are some studies that came out that were like making seven dollars an hour, eight dollars, ten dollars, whatever, yeah. right? Um, so it's it, everybody got a hike first of all through this. There is no ifs and buts about that. Okay, and and we'll, we'll talk about obviously. Um, there is one thing that I saw from Bud Soda in the chat that's very very valid. Actually, I had forgotten about it. He just reminded me of it. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, the seventeen ninety eight is definitely better than what they were getting before. However, we're definitely going to talk about it about the the tipping or don't tip until you get the delivery message that. DoorDash and Uber Eats sent out, right? Um, that kind of is laughable to me, first of all. I mean, these, that should be up to the consumer. Don't just, you know, force people to tip or not to tip because two months ago, you guys talked about it and I saw it. Um, they sent somebody something to the consumer saying, well, if you don't tip, you may not get your food. Yeah. So yeah. which is it? Which yeah. is it? Is it like... It's whatever's convenient for them in the market that they're going to have to pay out the most in. Exactly. So I am, okay, I am actually, I may get hate mail on this, it's okay. It's this. <laughs> it's Sergio uh, I, 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 at I'm, the rideshareguy.com. <laughs> uh, yeah, right, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. I, I get it from all angles anyway, it's okay. Um, so I am against tipping before I receive my order. I said it there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More controversy for you people. I'm like, why is that? Okay. Now, um, I don't think tipping should be forced or coerced or nudged by these companies onto the consumer to subsidize their lack of base pay on these orders. That's what's been happening. And, and to me, the business has become, I mean, you, you guys are all veterans. I'm a newbie when it comes to deliveries. The base fare has been lowered so much that, to me personally, delivery is working for tips only. Yeah. That's where we are at the moment. It, it, until this New York thing passed. Yeah. So, so uh, can can I address just a, a couple of things that we yeah. literally just talked about? So first I, of all, and then I want to jump in. I know. So I know Sergio and I were texting. Oh, my camera just went wacky. Um, we're texting back and forth yesterday. And one of the things that I said was there's no way with this $29.93, knowing these companies, that they are willingly going to keep a driver active and pay them $29.93 per every driver in New York City and be happy with it. They're going to do everything in their power to make drivers sit make drivers wait and actually still get orders delivered well what they're gonna do is they're gonna find the driver who's gonna do it the cheapest right that they they claim that they disabled their uh priority programs which it, we can sit here and debate this all day long i think that those are a scam and in most markets they don't even exist there's my conspiracy theory but their motivation to send you an order is non-existent if you are the guy who's going to get there the quickest and get it delivered the quickest, you're going to get the order. And yep. you're going to see orders back to back if you happen to be that guy yep. who's available and, and the quickest for multiple orders in a row. But they yeah, also I, know look. the drivers who take 
the low or no tip orders too. And they're still going to yep. push those out. But drivers right now, they're trying to still get to that $29.93. So it's almost like they're forcing them to be active by taking orders that they wouldn't normally take in order to think that they're going to get that $29.93. So I, I want to give you a little bit of pushback here, Kim, because they're not going to favor a driver who usually takes low ball offers over somebody who's going to be able to get it done cheaper for them. Yeah, well, I'm not no, arguing it, that at all. We, I'm just we, saying that. Sorry, well, now I look sorry. like an asshole. No, no, no. We, <laughs> okay, listen, we, we have we had Prop 22 for three years in California, okay? Prop 22 has changed the tipping culture in California completely, all yeah. right? Because the companies figured out that, look, if I'm doing this 10, 15, 20 hours, even if I'm doing it full time, if I accept every single order on Prop 20, under Prop 22 rules, okay, I'm going to tap out right about 24 25 per hour gross okay that's it and now i think that clarified to a lot of consumers that you know my order is going to be delivered because you know uh uber doordash grubhub they're going to top up and bring these drivers every two weeks into that 24 25 threshold so the same thing is going to happen in new york exactly the same thing is going to happen in new york the consumer is already being nudged not to tip, which is fine, but, you know, it is what it is. Unfortunately, there will be people who are taking every single order and try to get as close to that $29.93. Look at this shit. See what I have to put up with? I, yeah. I had to. Okay. <laughs> applicable in some cases. Uh, not in Zach's case. Zach's a very nice case. <laughs> but well, there are going to be people who are going to work nonstop and try to get as close to that twenty nine ninety three because you have to understand if I raise my utilization rate as a courier in New York from sixty percent to just seventy percent, right? Yeah, still be a little selective, but not as selective as before. My seventeen ninety eight is going to go up to twenty two. If I get it to eighty percent, it's going to go higher. If I get it to ninety percent, it's going to go higher. And if I get it to hundred percent, it's going to be at twenty nine ninety three. What are the chances that they're going to keep a, a, a driver active for, say, they're working eight hours a day? The chances that they're actually going to keep a courier busy the entire eight hours a day? Like I, I just don't even see that being see, possible. I, and I Jordan. and I disagree, Kim, because. So I know for me in my market, I tend to stay in like a two, three, you know, square mile radius and I get orders picking up and dropping off in the same neighborhoods all the time. So if a driver knows how to position themselves well, they will probably get utilized more often than a driver who doesn't position themselves well, simply for the fact that they're going to get that job done cheaper. No, see, I don't agree with that because if... A lot of New York City drivers are complaining that there's a very big oversaturation problem happening in New York City. So you take oversaturation, people not getting orders, people fighting for orders, like it becomes like a huge mess when it comes to trying to achieve the 29.93. And yeah, I think drivers are going to be waiting around and it's not realistic. Well, I, I think what- well, I'm not saying that drivers aren't going to wait around. Yeah. I'm not saying that the drivers aren't going to wait around, Kim. I'm like, they have algorithms and stuff like that to, you know, to serve orders to. But ultimately, my thing is at the end of the day, because they're having to pay out all this money, they're going to send it to the person who is going to save them the most money. And they don't care if that's the same driver over and over. But yeah, like that, know, that's just business for them. 
It's not an accident, okay? The DoorDash pushed out or squeezed. Um, Thanks, Booth. Much appreciated. I appreciate you, man. Okay, Hawaii. Okay, so the DoorDash last quarter was able to squeeze 562 million deliveries into their quarter, okay? Yeah. Um, how is that done? How, do, how was that done, right? It was done with the, you know, pay by the hour trick that they're doing, which is kind yeah. of similar to this New York thing, but with a much lesser sense. Look, these companies can complain all they want about the twenty nine ninety three. One thing is for sure now in New York City, every order is going to get delivered mm -hmm. by somebody. Yep. Every order is going to get delivered because everybody is going to say, all right, my utilization rate was 56%. I'm going to raise it to 80 and I'm going to make 25 instead of the 29.93, but 25 is still good money, right? Wanna, That's what's going to happen. I want to get the chat's opinion on this. If you could stay busy the entire hour, so we were just talking about the utilization. If you could stay busy the entire hour and make the 29.93, are you guys taking everything? Yes or no? Yes, hundred percent. Yes, I would. Yeah. Okay. And 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 you know there will be one or two soul who did not listen to the evil Darth Vader at Uber and what is the other guy's name? Tony. Shoot oh, Tony. Shoot, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna tip here and there, maybe a few bucks, whatever, right? So that twenty nine ninety three is even gonna go higher. You know what I mean? So, Steve. Steve, thank you, my friend. Man, appreciate that. Steve, did you win the lottery, bro? What's happening? Yes, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> Man, that's awesome, dude. Thank you. Anyway, so 2990s. So before I forget, I just remembered um, what Bud Soda said. Okay, there is a massive, massive, massive deactivation situation happening in California with Dashers and Uber Eats drivers. Because we have Prop 22 in California, Right. And I've always joked about this. I walk slower. <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind. I don't mind waiting at all now before I'd be like arguing. I'm like, and then drivers would be like rushing into the restaurant, arguing at the front desk. Yeah. I talk, 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 turn to them and I go, what are you guys arguing for? You're getting paid to wait. They're looking yeah. at me like, what are you talking about? I'm like you're getting paid to wait, you moron. I don't care how long it takes. As long as I text my consumer saying, sorry, the food's not going to be ready for another 15 minutes. I'm yeah. thinking in my head that 15 minutes is four bucks. I'm just sitting here, you know, chewing gum. Sitting the there calculating it. Well, what has happened is that I had actually a lady who I sent to Business Insider, 74-year-old retired person who was deactivated by DoorDash after 9,000 deliveries. She was just doing deliveries for, I guess, boredom or whatever. And she's active, 74-year-old. And she sent me this wonderful email saying, I'm so humiliated. I've worked all my life. I've never seen such a thing. I was a great driver, a great courier. And, you know, Business Insider did a story on her. Ricky, if you're watching, probably not, but hello. Um, so what their claim, DoorDash's claim was for her deactivation was she was milking the Prop 22 clock. Yeah. So this is what they're going to do in New York City to eradicate some of these milkers, which they, they're going to do it. There are going to be drivers who do this. If you're dirty apping, you have one order in hand, the clock is ticking on the DoorDash side, the clock is ticking on the Uber Eats side. You can even make more than $29.93, right? Yeah. So they're going to be putting more tighter clocks now on the couriers in New York City. because, And if you miss that by a couple of minutes, maybe like 10 times or six times, they're going to go boot you. That's what they're going to do. And that's what Batsoda was saying, which I agree. 
And uh, there's going to be many more deactivations now because of this, because they're going to accuse you of milking the clock. Yeah, and I've heard of unfair deactivations, unjust deactivations, because of you know people on earned by time, yeah. time who accused of something. So uh, I, I'm sure we've all seen this at one point or another. A restaurant will mark something ready for pickup, and we show up, and it's not ready for another ten minutes, right? So in in DoorDash's eyes, we should be on our way, but yeah. the restaurant's telling us, "Oh yeah, it's another five ten minutes." Yeah. So, you know, it, it, a restaurant can get you deactivated by their actions. They, absolutely, because look, in a three-sided marketplace, the driver is the no-fault party here, right? I'm not cooking yeah. the food. I'm not prepping the food. All I'm yeah. doing is picking it up and dropping it off. So if you're going to accuse me of milking the clock, you should just get ask restaurants. Because look, I do a lot of deliveries now. I love doing deliveries. And I know certain restaurants that they're, they're not set up for doing deliveries. I mean, they're just yeah. not. And some yeah, restaurants sure. are amazing. You know, they have a whole setup for deliveries only. But that's what the problem is going to be in New York City. A lot of uh, drivers are going to get deactivated for milking the, the New York. Well, I'm not going. I don't even know. Is there a name for the proposition in New York or the rule? It's just the uh, let's call it the 2993 rule. I'm sure, there's a like resolution number or something, but I, Whatever, I don't know. Right? Top so head, yeah. there's going to be a lot of deactivations unjustly, mind you, because what? Oh, anyway. Um, <laughs> unjustly and and uh it's a valid thing and and uh, you know some uh but then again you know these companies don't care right they have so many drivers anyway to couriers so so what i want to do is i want to go into kind of the progression so i want to go into now the tipping after and how it affects oh. kind of okay. i know that this Favorite. is going to be fun this is showdown um so i want to get into the tipping after and then after the tipping after i really want to dive into like how this could affect all drivers and what is this like setting a precedence for for other states, other cities, like legislation. So I want to be, I want to connect the dots and have it be relatable to all drivers, so they know that it's not just New York City. It could really be anywhere going forward. So anyway, let's start with the tipping first. So, so real real quick, I want to throw this out there now. There's approximately twelve states that are uh, that have legislation coming up uh, to be voted on. Uh, in in the U.S. about gig work. So if you guys think that this is a New York problem, stand by. I'll be honest. I'm I'm a little nervous all in myself, and we can talk about this, you know, later on. But I'm literally the next state over. I live, you know, an hour and a half away from yeah. New York City. So a lot of times, what New York does, it kind of trickles into the surrounding state states. So yeah. for me, like it becomes real because it, I might not see like the what exactly is happening but versions of it might start trickling in in other states so anyway let's go into the tipping <laughs> okay, i'm go. against tipping i'm against tipping before i eat my food uh there you go i said it and proto-european uh we're going to talk about that in a minute um yeah, i was working on typing that so uh sergio after you explained it it makes sense to me so your your issue isn't necessarily with the driver and their performance it's the way with uh it's the way that they're getting paid to begin with Okay. I, so as now, a consumer, I'm sick and tired of tablets pushed in my face, even when I'm picking up my own food now. Everywhere I go, tip. I'm like, bro, I'm picking up my freaking food, bro. I'm not <laughs> yeah. even eating here. I'm just not gonna do it. And you know, yeah. I just go click, even on in 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 haste now. I go, no tip. There you go. 
right in front of your face. You're like middle finger down to on the nose. <laughs> like I, I'm fed up with this shit. At restaurants, you tip. You, I, I'm just saying that I think this, the, this was brought on by themselves. These companies did this. If they paid a fair wage, none of this would be even talked about tipping or not tipping or whatever. I don't want to work for tips, bro. I'm, I feel like you know what? I feel like the homeless on the side of the freeway. I work for food. I got work I, for tips. I that, and I firmly believe this that these companies, Uber Eats, DoorDash. They pit drivers versus customers all the time. Like it's drivers versus customers, customers versus drivers. But it's really the companies that are the ones that should be should be pointing fingers at because if they actually paid a fare based off of mileage, based off of you know what it's going to take to get it delivered to the customer's house, it doesn't fall on the customer. It actually falls on these companies. And that's to me where a lot of times it stems from. So uh, real quick, I want to talk about what's happening in New York. And then I want to dive into my conspiracy theory about why I could see this happening in a lot more places. So uh, in New York, after uh, DoorDash, Uber, and Grubhub sued and lost over the minimum wage law, uh, the first thing they did was they jacked up the uh, consumer's fees and started paying drivers more. However, in the process of doing that, both Uber and DoorDash disabled upfront tipping. So now to be clear, the driver still can get tipped. Uh, the order has to be picked up first. Now, this is particularly alarming to me because this is not the first market that they have disabled upfront tipping in. They did this in Baton Rouge about four or five months ago without being forced to legislatively. So now the first thing that they do after they're forced to pay more is disable our tips. Now I could see this going on a much more national scale. Uh, I want you guys to follow me down the rabbit hole on this one for a moment. They've DoorDash specifically has been caught siphoning tips in the past. So they know damn well that they cannot get away with doing that anymore. They yeah. cannot do that again. However, they can control in most markets how much they charge in the form of fees. And our base pay is paid out of the fees that they charge the customer. Right. So they can control exactly how much they charge and how much they give to us. So while they can't take our tips, they damn sure can take more base pay. Yeah. Well, that's why, that's why these times, look, I'm, I was hundred million. In fact, I'm going to have on our channel, the, Head of the deliveristas, who is the movement head of this movement. I'm I'm hundred percent for this in New York City. I'm hundred percent for this all over the nation because this is the here. Okay, it, it, instead of sitting there cherry picking, you know, being active only like my active hours because I still cherry pick. Even there's Prop Twenty Two. I'm not going to work for Prop Twenty Two money. But if I had Twenty Nine Ninety Three, man, I will take every garbage order. Work three hours, make my hundred bucks. I go, see ya. I'm done with it. Tip, no tip. I don't care. But instead of dicking around, looking at it, ooh, this is like, it's got tip on it, no tip on it. This mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier for the drivers. And I am 100% against certain government regulations. I'm not a government-friendly person. So let's clear that up. But in the, the pendulum has swung so far because when I see... 
a dollar 86 uber eats or they're going three miles it boils my brain you know what i mean so kind of generous they these did days. It themselves. You, you brought it upon yourself now when you get the legislation don't be bitching and moaning <laughs> oh by the way doordash uber eats maybe uber is watching because i told them i was going to be on today you know let's chat a little bit so, <laughs> so in 2020 or 2019 during the 2020 major elections you dummies okay without anticipating the pandemic right all spent 250 million dollars of your money in california to pass prop 22 right if you guys knew the pandemic was coming, you guys probably wouldn't have done it because every delivery driver courier in California takes Prop 22 money from you guys. But that's not the point. So you guys were all for Prop 22 in California, which actually with the healthcare benefits, with the mileage benefits, way outclasses the New York minimum wage that came in at 2993, so-called 2993. So... You guys were all for Prop 22, spent $250 million on your own money to pass Prop 22, which gave minimum wage guarantees, healthcare stipends, mileage guarantees. But now, three years later, in New York, you're all against it? Which one is it? <laughs> yeah. well, I'm going to throw something out to everybody, even the, in the chat right now. So if... Earn by, earn by time is in a lot of markets at this point. If earn by time, you knew you were making 29 or potentially 29.93 per hour, how many of you would jump to earn by time instead of earn per offer? I, I wouldn't. I what? Would. I, would I wouldn't. Do more than that. Because at that point, there's that's not a very large gap to bridge between being an IC and being a w2 so yeah, we we see you're still picking tomorrow. your own hours you're still picking your own hours but you don't have the option on which orders you're picking necessarily but so you're still allowed you know, like to i understand your because, that's because you're that's, thinking yeah, so see, highly that, of what you're doing your expectations are too high what is okay again insulting the chat yeah i mean i'm not gonna well I do that on my show all the time so here i, I i'll just insult you guys somewhat what well, do you think it's not delivering food is worth, Zach. What do you think is worth 50 bucks an hour? Well, I'll tell you what, it, it's not about what it's worth to me, it's about what my safety is worth to me. So, there's okay, areas that I just hour. refuse to go to. All right, well, no, I get that. So, that part I get. I'm just talking so, about if you're well, you're out there to make money, you're not out there to play the game, you know, yeah. the, the DoorDash lottery. You know, what I mean, that's I'm true. like, it, if I'm, if you're gonna pay me 30 bucks an hour, bro, I'm gonna I take it. I'm I, guess I, I guess I come from my mentality, but this has always been my mentality. If I am not, if I am sitting still, it means I'm not making money. The minute that my wheels turn, I am making money as a DoorDash driver, Uber East driver. So I have always had that mentality. So to me, this is really nothing abnormal to keep myself busy because that's my goal when I go out every single day. And it's to me, it's the hustle that I personally do. You take the safety element out of it for me. And sure, I could, you know, for 30 bucks an hour, sure. You know, I'd probably accept everything. But my, my point is like, we've seen this time and time again with legislation. When we present a problem, so often the solution is just to become an employee. And we know that like 80, like 80% of uh, gig drivers do not want to be employees. And I'm one of them. 
Like mm. I, I don't want to be a damn employee. So when you start paying people a perceived hourly rate and a bunch of politicians who don't know shit about what we do, see that we're making an hourly rate. Like that's not a hard bridge to jump over to go yeah, from IC only, to W2. Okay. The all Uber's playbook is, and DoorDash's playbook is this, their playbook is we don't want anybody to become employees and neither yeah. does any of us. Okay. I mean, maybe some people do here, but I don't, I don't want to put a DoorDash hat on and an Uber shirt no. on. I don't want to no. do that. Okay. So this is what they're saying. If you guys agree to prop 22 light clone, whatever you guys want to call it, go ahead. That's what we're going to do. Now, somebody said it's coming to Massachusetts. Hey, you damn well, it's on the ballot. Prop 22 light is coming to Massachusetts. These companies are guaranteeing by passing these propositions like they did in Prop 22 in California that all workers stay independent contractors. That's all they want. As long as there's no threat of unionization, there's no threat other things, once that becomes a law, everybody stays under Prop 22 or clones like it or in New York. That's what they gave up. They said, there's no collective bargaining in New York now. We're giving you $29.93. Work your ass off. Take your money. Go home. That's it. Be done. But you are going to stay independent contractor. So, so in New York, I think the drivers or couriers won. I mean... There's no ifs and buts about it. The New York drivers won, but I think that we're going to see some fallout in the rest of the country until other places follow suit. So with the disabling of upfront tipping, we're seeing all kinds of news articles written about how New York drivers are making 30 bucks an hour and, you know, and tipping's been disabled and it, it sends the wrong message in my opinion. So you're, you know, like if, if it were only customers in New York who were seeing those articles, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But we've got customers all over that are just going to see DoorDash drivers 30 an hour. And they're going to assume that we're making a hell of a lot more than we are. That's a good point. I'm going yeah. to throw out another question to you guys and also the chat. So chat, put this in. How, what percentage do you think now that customers are going to be tipping after the fact are actually going to actually tip their driver like what percentage do you think are actually going to tip the driver 10 percent. yeah very little 10 because look, yeah no probably 10 percent. because look people who tip tip regardless of what they're paying for delivery because they're high end and you know they don't care um the thing that that, that i'm thinking here is first of all uh the uber eats you know <laughs> you guys can cry all you want just like Prop 22, you guys dumped this on the consumer lap anyway. They raised, they added a $2 extra fee now if an order is above 30 bucks in New York City automatically already. And then they're going to keep doing it. They're going to keep doing it because these companies cry about it. They go, the world has come to an end. Hell is going to freeze over. Orders are going to collapse. Uh, nothing like that happened so far. And, and it won't happen because the consumer is, look, they're using this convenience and they're using it and it's fine with it. But ultimately, the consumer is going to pay for it. Obviously, order prices are going to go up a little bit more. Look, we're, we did a research article and uh, prices on rideshare, not relevant maybe to delivery, but in delivery as well. You guys know that better than me, probably. Um, uh, according to Yipit Data, which is a data company I follow, which follows customer credit card receipts, uh, Uber and Lyft raised the fares since 2019, 55%, which is 2x of inflation in the country. Yeah. So 
You guys ordered like, some food. What do you think your fees? Service fee, delivery fee, this fee, that yeah. fee. Has that gone up quite a bit? Yes. Without any of this legislation? Yes. Mm -hmm. But and have they it... paid you commensurately? They raised Fuck it by no. 30%. There you go. That's why let's you need legislation. You need to slap these bastards. But let's call it like it is, though. Like the like, and this is kind of what I'm going back and forth to say: like driver versus customer, and who pockets the money. If you really think about it, they're gonna charge the customer money with the extra two dollars. The customer is not gonna get the tip the driver, so the driver is now out the tip that they would normally get. But who gets the fees and the two dollars and everything else that's coming in? That would be the company. Every so. Time. The companies I, now are making money versus the driver and versus so, now the customer is out the money they're paying for all these fees. Kim, I want to highlight uh, Steve's comment from 847 Your Time. So he said eventually a $0 tip on all orders. Great. And I, 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 think, I think he's right. Honestly, I believe he's right because these fees keep going up and up and up. Customers have enough damn sticker shock when they get to the checkout screen and go, what the hell? This started at 15 bucks. Now I'm paying 30. Yep. So, I mean, it's in the company's best interest to find a way to do away with tipping altogether. No yeah, tip, no I trip agree. has been a pain in their ass. Well, Customers don't want to tip in so many cases. So what's the solution? It's to eliminate the source of tension altogether. Yeah. But then if they do that, like they're literally, all these companies are changing the tipping culture of what we have been accustomed to for how many years now? Like they are completely it, changing the tipping culture of the United States. You know, and some people might think that that's a good thing, but no. <laughs> until, well, no, because like customers, you know, there's some people who just hate tipping, but until you can change the way people are paid as like entirely in the service industry, it's a horrible thing. So we're seeing DoorDash single-handedly taking a shot at the way that this country does things financially. Yeah. And it's well, going to cause a hell of a lot of problems. It's going to have ripple effects. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it will, but also consider this, okay? I um the the tipping culture, okay. I had actually the CEO of a rideshare company called Alto on two weeks ago, Will Coleman. And on that one, he provides you the car, the gas, you have no cost, you just show up and drive. And he pays you $21 an hour to drive people around, right? And guess what? He's driving humans around. Your safety as a ride as a consumer is in the driver's hands. He yeah. disallowed tipping. He even encourages no tipping the driver, let alone I'm taking your burrito. I'm supposed to tip before you even smell the food. This guy is encouraging no tipping whatsoever in ride share. I go like, that's not going to work for you. But... Uh, one last thing about all this tipping ridiculousness to me is I am all for everybody making a decent living wage, okay? Gig economy to me today equals I am exchanging my labor for money. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. Now, pay me what you think my labor is worth. If you think it's worth a dollar... 78 on an Uber Eats order or $2 minimum fare on DoorDash order. While you're accepting now all kinds of EBT orders, which we know are all no tip orders. Okay. Mm -hmm. While you're doing this, all you have to do, DoorDash and Uber Eats and Grubhub and Instacart, all your people, right? This, you know what this shows, guys? This shows how shitty business last mile delivery is. DoorDash did 562 million orders. Unit economics is so horrible. Even after 562 million orders, 
they still managed to lose forty million dollars. <laughs> so like, if that does not light a bell here, saying, "Man, last my delivery is a horrible business to be involved in," DoorDash. So, at least, but who's getting burned in the middle? You know, the poor delivery driver. I mean, shit, man, two dollars yeah. an order. I can't even buy a pack of gum for two dollars. What the hell's going on here? Okay, so legislation. Okay, bring it on. When it comes, they go, well, we're going to fight it all the way. We're going to kill every bill, blah, 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 blah. We're going to pass our Prop 22. Go ahead, pass fucking Prop 22. You mm -hmm. know why? Because once you do pass that, I'm actually personally going to make sure that they don't do anything less than what they did in California. In California, okay, under Prop 22, the original Prop 22, for a, I think it's a wonderful thing, first of all, Prop 22, for couriers only, not for rideshare drivers. Couriers only because... If you work 25 active hours per week, you get full $1,250 healthcare stipend, yeah. meaning you can pay for all your healthcare. Yeah. That's your premium, healthcare premium under ACA. So guess what they're doing now? Every state that this goes into, Kim, you're looking at it, you're comparing Prop 22 versus what they have in New York now. Does New York have healthcare stipend? No. No. Exactly. Massachusetts has it? No. no. Right? So they've gotten smart now. They go like, oh, we gave way too much in California to these idiots. We're just going to do less and less and less. That's what legislators have to be careful at, and that that none of this is watered down. The New York okay. one, 2993, is a watered-down version of Prop 22. Yeah, and I think that's unfortunately why I feel like we're doing this show today, because it's not just New York City. And I want people to open their eyes and I'm not trying to scare anybody, but I am that this could be happening in a lot more states coming in 2024 because it really did start in California. Now it's trickling into New York City. It's in, you know, trickling into Massachusetts. Like there are so many other states that you might not even know that's happening, but it is happening in a lot of states. So I just want everybody to have the knowledge that this is happening, not just in these select areas, it's happening all over. And, you know, it might bore some drivers and might not be a fun thing to talk about, but if you don't educate your lawmakers about the actual issues we face, then we're going to end up with something bastardized that we didn't fucking ask for. Okay, what she said is not true. No, that I agree with you, Zach, on that one. Um, so anyway, so Brenda says you cannot get the stipend. You know what? How you can get the stipend, Brenda? You take every shit order and get up to 25 active hours like this. Get your minimum wage, get your healthcare stipend, move on. If you're just, you know, on, on, again, just a delivery courier. I'm not talking about rideshare driver. Um, look, certain in certain ways, Prop 22-ish or clones are going to be passed. You guys like it? You don't like it? That's what's going to happen. In your own cities and states, what you need to make sure, though, is that your legislature does not settle for anything less than what they have in California. Because in every state, every state, every one I look at with the minimum wage guarantee, that's all they're putting in now. They're not putting yeah. in health stipend. They're not putting in paid time off. They're not putting in any of this stuff. Okay? You guys need to go to your legislatures and say, look, man, if we're going to eat this Prop 22 clones, Make sure we get what we're getting, what Californians are getting, as opposed to we're just getting this minimum wage thing that I'm just going to still on the hook for my own health care, still on the hook for my expenses on my car and all these things. So that's everybody in their own city needs to, needs to you know, 
be the leaders of their groups and yeah. go talk to legislatures. I just so, real quick because I think this is important. What Steve says, know what your state candidates stand for. Do not vote by party, and that's a there's a lot of common sense to that. Yeah. So, you know, um, all three of us have gotten to lobby lawmakers in person. We've we've all done it, yeah. and it was pretty mind-boggling to me that they had a bill in front of them but didn't know the issues i wouldn't either <laughs> I, I, I yeah lawmaker, you know but i was a state senator i'd be like what gig worker bill i, I don't shit who cares about that yeah. i'd be looking like like if i had like 50 bills on my desk as a state senator or a congresswoman or a man, i'd be like um the first five i would pay attention to because i'm getting super hard lobbied and probably getting some cash out of it the next 45, I'll be like, my aides will be reading it and telling me, should I vote yes or no for this one? I'm really not even sure. I don't care about it. And that's the attitude of politicians, and that's what they do. And that's where these companies are coming, because they're so good at lobbying these politicians, getting into their aides' ears and all that good stuff, that when it comes to voting, you know, look, none of them are drivers. They don't know what we go through, right? I mean, and they just vote, and they buy these people and sell these people. So if there's any um, senators out there in the world or politicians, um, let us know. We'll, we'll inform you of exactly what's going on. <laughs> That's what's going on. So, yeah, there you go. There's something else that came as a result of the 2993 that I want to talk about. Uh, Kim, I'm not sure. I forgot to get that slide in last night, so I'm not sure if you updated it in time. But uh, – those of us who drive for Uber Eats have enjoyed the ability to drive whenever we want. Uh, mm -hmm. Drivers in New York City are about to lose that ability. Yeah. So, uh, Kim, is that big enough for you to read? It's kind of small for me. Um, let me just pull it up on my iPad and I will read it. Huh? I can read it. I got okay, go ahead. go ahead. Okay, what will change for me in my ability to deliver starting January in 2024? You will be encouraged to reserve times in advance to guarantee your ability to go online to deliver in New York City. Times open up on Planner every week and they're first come, first serve. This means you may not have access to certain times. They've already been fully booked by other couriers. After that first paragraph, you start going, oh shit, if I am not a 90 plus percent acceptance rate person, I am not going to have any slots to deliver. Now you understand, Kim, how they're going to have, yeah. how they're going to do this. This is the second yeah. part of the shoe that's dropping now. First, it was like, forget it. No more tipping. The second part is, hey, man, it's my app. What do you think? I'm going to pay everybody $29.93 to send their asses and then, you know, kill the clock? No. This is what's going to happen, right? And they actually, they said this, that this may happen, that it may lose, they may lose jobs. But as companies, they're not going to lose money. So they're going to put schedules on people, right? Mm -hmm. And they're going to make sure they pick themselves all the ends, all the 100% acceptance rate people. Work an honest day, make your 30 bucks an hour, have a nice day, come back again tomorrow, hopefully. Well, and it's that's funny. What's going to it's funny about this is I don't know whether anybody caught it on DoorDash. They disabled the Diamond program, they disabled tier programs or anything like that, but they still kept top dasher. So, mm. so it's interesting that they're utilizing Top Dasher to for people and the scheduling. So it's kind of a version of the Top Dasher. And I think I saw 
somebody in the chat, I forgot who just said it, D3, but yeah, it definitely, here it is, I think it is. Um, top Dasher, yeah. Uber. Yep. <laughs> there you go. But they're all going to have like a version of this because DoorDash, you have to schedule if you're not a Top Dasher. So they have Top Dasher. This, you have to be in the 90% core. I don't know about you, but my Uber Eats orders are a lot crazier than my DoorDash orders when it comes to sometimes with miles. So I don't know whether 90% would even be possible. So this right here scares the shit out of me. Uber Eats is my top earner. That and Spark are pretty neck and neck in my market. And part of the reason is that I can go out and I can drive whenever. I don't have to wait for some stupid map to turn red. I yeah. just go. I don't have to schedule. I don't have to fuck with anything. It's just there when I need it. And if they're starting to require drivers to have acceptance rates in one market, how long is it realistically until that's going to be in every market across the country? Well, if they're going to pay you twenty nine ninety three, you better be believe that they're going to do this. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> How many hours are you going to be able to get at that twenty nine ninety three that you're going to get about half of? And move your but, butt up to hundred percent acceptance rate. That's what you're. But doing. at that point, though, like it's almost like they're making it impossible to multi app because can you imagine trying to maintain a top dasher status on DoorDash and then turn around and maintain a you know a ninety percent on Uber Eats? It would almost be impossible if you're multi apping in order to achieve. You're almost they're almost forcing you to pick a platform to work so you can actually yeah. work it properly to get the twenty nine ninety three. I don't yeah. think it'd be that difficult. I think it'd be a pain in the ass, but I don't think it'd be like impossible to manage, right? Like when <laughs> you guys can beat me up in the comments about this, but uh, when I'm out driving, I keep DoorDash paused about 80% of the time because you know they, they just don't pay very well on my market. So when I'm not on an order, I'll unpause all of them. And you know, when I got the order in the car, you know, DoorDash gets paused. Um, so, there you go. That clarifies yeah, some of this. True. That's very true because we had a little uh, segment on both of the companies, Uber and Lyft, last couple of weeks. The terms of service clearly indicates that we're not forced, coerced. We can decline all we want because we're independent contractors. That's what the terms of service says. So uh, on this one, okay, look, this happened in Rideshare with the TLC New York Taxi Limousine Commission about two years ago, okay? Taxi Limousine Commission came hard on Uber and Lyft, and they set these wonderful minimum wages for drivers and things like that. Within a week, I had like this almost the same email for Rideshare maybe 100 times two years ago, okay? And guess what? All this is gone now because demand has come back fully. This is not going to stay around for too long. Um, what's going to happen is the market will balance itself. Maybe in delivery, it'll take a little bit longer. Okay, because demand is not going to get crushed. Look, people are still going to order food. You know, all these companies coming up with the new verticals. You know, you can order anything now on DoorDash and Uber Eats, uh, the shop and pay things and all those good things. And look, the market is still the, the important thing is the, the, the demand side of the equation is still growing. And that's going to facilitate for this to go away probably in six months or less. They did this in New York. With the rideshare drivers, it didn't work out because uh, they they couldn't balance the system. They really couldn't. And these companies are still growing. 562 million orders on DoorDash, you know, equally as much on Uber Eats as far as deliveries. Uh, as long as demand is growing, as long as demand doesn't collapse, I think this is going to go away short order. Um, yeah. so I wouldn't be 
too worried about this part. Although for a few months you might, you guys may have, may have to adjust. I know in your community you had this problem. What do you call that, Kim? The last week of the month, Hell Week. Is um, it Hell, Hell Week? week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you may have to do a few few months. You know, you guys did it for all stupid other reasons anyway. So I'm like, hey, might as well do it for this one. Get my twenty nine ninety three out of it. So, so I want to segue here real quick and uh, talk about something I saw or at least noticed for the first time in my market. I was at Buffalo Wild Wings waiting to pick up an order when mm -hmm. some guy came storming in, skipped the line, shoved his phone in the employee's face. One of his phones. Mm -hmm. He had his other one right there in his hand. And Kim, I finally understood your frustration. Ah, finally. Ah, 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 double how to you. <laughs> You know, who is this Terry Laney? Is she, is she, he, she, um, is that active hour or online hour, Terry? You know, that's easy to throw that number out. You know, active hour on Uber Eats, I'm making like 75. When it comes to my online hour, I'm like freaking 12. So if it's, if it's online, all power to you, what city are you in? So, all right, let's, let's dive into this. Uh, Sergio, you brought some screenshots uh, for us to look I at. Did. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fix this shit. <laughs> so all right uh so the translation is uh on the right um there's actually you know what matter of fact there's a really cool app it's called like google lens or something i don't speak a lick of spanish so uh you know google lens for the win on that one so uh this was posted on facebook and um obviously i blurred the guy's name because we're not trying to give any free advertising to any shit like this so uh translation um i have a lift account for rent or for sale man like a mail's account. Yeah, obviously, right? Okay. So, yeah. And then here's this one. What is this one? Yeah. So, uh, this one translates to uh, two door, to, yeah, two DoorDash accounts and one Instacart account uh, are rented. So, basically, this person was posting a status update, uh, you know, following a previous post that they had made, at least is my assumption, uh, where they had listed a bunch of accounts for sale. So, um, you can just type right into Facebook Marketplace. DoorDash it's, account. It's, it's crazy scary how easy it is just to <laughs> type away and get anything at your fingertips, including DoorDash. And um, Sergio and I were talking the other day, and we're going to invite Sergio back. Hopefully, you can come back in January, Sergio. And we're going to do a whole, hopefully, episode just There was on. one. Okay, hold on. There was one I sent you. Remember that one? Maybe to you. Because I don't know if I said it. No, no, there was one that that said uh, I, it may be late. But okay, this 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 came to me from an Austin driver. That he's found one on his Facebook groups that said Uber Eats guaranteed in fourteen days any state. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. like, what the f? What really? So yeah, this is what's happening. It's, it's That's horrible. That's identity yeah. theft. If they can guarantee an account in any state, they're committing identity theft. It's not just an account that somebody used to use. They're stealing somebody's identity to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's Thank you, Thomas. Much appreciated. Thank you, Thomas. Um, but I feel like we can do literally a whole show on what's been happening in the entire country. I know... For on my own personal market what's been happening um i've been talking to these two guys about what's happening at first it was a big huge mystery and then all of a sudden like i figured it out and i'm like 
Oh my God, my once fantastic um, area is. <laughs> oh, <it's not> <laughs> um, no, I mean, I shouldn't be laughing at that. It's dangerous. It's unsafe at best. Yeah. So I think right. what you're going to do, if if Sergio is okay coming back, do a whole episode just sure. on this. But I think it's so important to know, though, like how crazy it is to really and easy it is for anybody yeah. to get a DoorDash Uber Eats. You know, list. you guys know Luis, right? You guys had Luis on yeah. a few times, right? Yeah. Luis Bertie, yeah. He one today that I couldn't send him right at the end. He sent me one. He's, he did a video. Well, it's in Spanish, of course, but he did a video that he found these people on some of the Facebook groups that they are teaching people how to do this. Like, there is like, like a lecturing people how to create fake accounts. I'm going what, they got like a Udemy course or some shit? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we can get Luis back for the episode too. Like all four of us kind of like hash out exactly what's going <laughs> well, This community, I mean, facing that biggest problem, actually, you know, Hispanic community is facing that massive, massive problem, right? And I mean, uh, so let's not sugarcoat things here. So you know. oversaturation, it's, it's at a, to me, it's at an all time yeah. high. You know, and Luis had kind of talked to us about that too. And so, I mean, obviously it's, you know, something that's on his mind. Um, but Kim, I, you know what? I hassled you about it publicly. So I'm, I'm going to concede publicly too. I am almost never what? wrong, What? <laughs> but this time, but this time I got to give it to you. Okay. It was a bigger problem than I thought it was. I'm sorry. Can you say Kim is right? Yeah, is that what you're going to say? Yeah. Say it again. Say it again. Uh, don't push it. Don't push it. <laughs> Yeah, don't push okay. your luck. So, so no, but okay. I I order food once in a while, once, okay, because I'm gonna go pick it, pick up my shit. Um, one time I did order food, maybe like month and a half ago. Um, I go look at the app. Like, I'm not gonna give name, but let's say Bob <laughs> is gonna bring my burrito from Chipotle for thirty bucks. I'm like, what? If, what am I doing here? <laughs> like, thirty bucks for a goddamn burrito with a ten dollar tip i'm like what is going on on this planet the burrito is like eleven dollars bro anyway bob i go, I go I'm, and i want to talk to bob like do you take every order are you an ant are you a cherry picker you know just whatever well bob did not show up <laughs> kim showed up <laughs> and i was like shit <laughs> Yeah. I was like, um, Thank you so do I even talk to person? Do I take my tip out now? I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's a Thank huge you, problem. So, okay, look, I, I got to admit, Kim, when I saw that firsthand in person, like, you know what, matter of fact, hold on, check this out. You guys are going to make fun of me, but whatever. Check this out. Look, that is an iPhone 6, okay, <laughs> that I still use. That You're still works. That as an excuse? <laughs> no, 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 hold on. Hear me out. That that thing will run six, seven apps at once, gig apps, and it works. You can't yeah. tell me that some guy with like an iPhone 17 or whatever they're up to these days needs two of them yeah. to run a couple of apps. He got two different accounts. He got two different DoorDash accounts. Like I'm, I'm sitting there, you know, minding my own business, like scrolling Instagram or whatever, you know, and I see this guy come in with two phones, right? He's got like DoorDash on one, Uber on the other, some shit, you know, and I see him go like this and I was like, you're a prick. <laughs> like I got, I got pissed. I, I got legitimately mad when I saw that. Matter of fact, I, uh, I texted my buddy salt about it. Um, 
and uh and went on a tirade about it uh with him and and like this poor bastard didn't see it coming so he's like who pissed in zach's wheaties today hmm. like i'm sitting i'm making honest living you know doing what <laughs> doing what i can to get by as a single parent in an expensive city right and i'm doing it right i'm doing it the right way i've got one phone and one account on each app and then you see some asshole come in who's got two, three phones, and they're stealing the work from us. I use two phones, okay? I, I because, Not because I have... Diff, if I'm, when I'm doing the ride share, I have Uber on one and Lyft on the other one. I don't like scrolling through too much. But I've seen up to three phones with certain people. Uh, okay, the other night, we went out to have some pho. And then, you know how programmed we are as all delivery drivers and ride share drivers? When you hear that sound of the mm -hmm. order... You're like a Pavlov's dog, you know, you just kind of wake <laughs> up. Like, oh, what is that? Is that is that bone for me? I'm like, yeah, oh, Jesus Christ, right? So it could be like I went out, I'm having a smoke, you know, kids are still in there. I hear the Uber Eats ping. I'm like, I look at my phone, I go, shit, my Uber Eats shit's <laughs> not on. What's happening? There is these two fools there sitting, waiting for orders. One of them had the back of the the, the what do you call it? The, not the trunk, but you know, he had like an SUV kind of a car. Yeah, he had like three phones in there, bro. I'm going like, should I even go talk to this guy? Is it worth it? Do I get beat up now? <laughs> I was like, do I even bother? <laughs> and then I go, you know what? Never mind. But no, you do see on deliveries a lot of people walking around with two, three DoorDash accounts or two DoorDash, one Uber Eats account. And I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you. Before we do this, the show that we're talking about, I'm going to take my GoPro, I'm going to put it on my dashboard, and I'm going to drive my, like, mile radius about where I deliver, and I'm going to actually, on the video, and send it to Sergio and Zach, point out every single person I know that is not, have, not, is not legally on the apps correctly. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you'd want to do one better, you're like Chris Hansen. Oprah attachment, put it on your chest or your forehead, and then record all these people with two, three phones. And then, you know, mm -hmm. who knows what happens then. But yeah. I think this is a huge problem. Seriously. I mean, we're laughing about it. Number no, one, it's number one, it's you know, immigrants are being exploited, taken advantage of. For sure they are. Okay. And, and number two, it's absolutely, definitely unsafe, meaning. Yeah. One of these people could be a criminal that came over from another country and, you know, somebody's going to get killed. Somebody's going to get raped. Some bad shit's going to happen. And when that happens, then it's too late, obviously, for the poor victim. But this is a huge problem. It really is a massive, massive. It's less on rideshare, a lot more on deliveries because the checks are not there. I mean, yeah. how many times do you guys get face verification? I get face verification doing rideshare Rarely. every one hours. Never. Like one, yeah. Uber is the best out of everybody. I think it's like maybe once a week, but I it it needs to be so much, so much. Yeah. On right here, every eight to ten hours, every before my sh I shift start my shift, whoop, take a picture. You know, but they get orders delivered by by these folks, and you know, Kim has talked about them working in rings before, right? They they get these accounts signed to them, and they've got somebody that they're out making. You know, it's like it's like they're working for a pimp. Yeah, and they go back and they fork out the money yep. to the person that they're working for. And then they get to keep half of it or a fraction of it or whatever the case fraction. may be. Fraction. So, That's why they're getting exploited. Okay. So, Let's do the math again, which we love math today. So 12 hour DoorDash shift. Hmm. Let's say 20 bucks an hour. Gross. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
That's 250 bucks, let's say. You give that poor bastard 50 bucks, which is more than what he or she made in his country or her country in a week, maybe, or more. He's happy as a client, but he doesn't even understand that he's just got super exploited, discriminated against, and whatever it is. He doesn't know his rights, obviously. Yeah. And then, you know, these guys keep creating these accounts and then send it out. Now, that hurts your oversaturation problems. Uh, mine, too. I mean, right here is horrible. Um, but I think this this could be stopped. But Easily. why don't you stop it, Uber Eats? You know why? Because nobody else will take that $2 trash order, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Okay. Uh, how about this? Will either of you be okay to take a picture every two hours? Absolutely. I, at first, I, okay. So when we first started talking about this, I was, when we first, I, no, I could just, no, 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 no. Hold on. I could just see some asshole out there somewhere, you know, because we get watched closely. I could see some prick out there somewhere, like lining up two different videos of me, like contradicting myself. So <laughs> what I had said before was that, no, I wouldn't want to see that happen. After doing my own research and then seeing it for myself, I realize that it's a problem. There you go, Kim. You were right. There's your second time. <laughs> and I think that, yes, I would be okay with taking uh, a selfie every couple of hours. But this if you see somebody with three phones next time, you better do that video. <laughs> yeah, just walk by. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, but no, it's a huge problem. And these companies, um, you know, actually, I'm going to send a snippet. If you guys make the snippet to Uber Eats, this is a huge problem. You guys can all stop this, people. Okay, easily done. Every two hours, selfie, done. Kick them, boot them all out, boot them all out. You know, um, I think it's a huge, huge safety problem. If not anything else, it's a huge yeah. safety problem. Huge. But the solution to this is is the media running with a couple of stories. Like that's coming, coming. Oh, good because I, I mean, all it. Uh, I could the drivers putting the, the drivers putting pressure on them. They're not going to give a shit. It, it's not until some be a big media outlet starts saying, "Hey, like, uh, you know, you expect Jenny to show up, and instead you get." This guy, you know, there was an article like that actually a few months there ago. Was, that I there was there was one York that I thought was in New York City that you yeah, know, it was New okay. York Times. I was the one who yeah. showed it to yeah. you guys. That's how we. Yeah. This is how it all started. Was from the New York Times, and that's how yeah. I got wind of it. And then, like, I as soon as I saw the article, like the light bulb went like, oh my god, this is exactly what's happening. And I just think it's so important because I don't even know whether people understand what's happening um i think just think they're seeing oversaturation and not the real problem behind it and that's why i think we need to do like a whole show just on this subject alone yeah I, Kim's I, gonna I, film I, an expose I, documentary and we're gonna like play it live no but you know what it I is wish I it, could, all, honestly. it all starts like this guys right it all starts like this you start talking about it you're still seeing it live happening in front of you and then you know you go talk to journalists you bring it to their attention and look, they're always hungry for shit. So I go like, hey, here it is. Look, I actually did send all the screenshots that you guys showed plus more to four outlets. So all I do is like I send them all out and then one will bite. First come, first serve. I go up, it's yours. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Yeah. And, and then the company start, you know, thinking about it. I'm like, okay, what if somebody gets killed? I mean, what if somebody yeah. gets raped? Somebody, something happens. Then, I mean, you're going to get sued. And to them... 
you know, they could easily stop this. They don't want it because orders will imagine, okay, $29.93. Okay. You're working for some mafioso, poor immigrant in New York City. It's gonna make you work 12 hours straight. They give you two phones, one Uber Eats, one DoorDash. Go to the town. $29.93. All right. What'd you make? 12 hours, 30 bucks, 360 bucks. Here's 60 bucks. Give me the 300. See you later. Next day, again, again. I mean, it's definitely going to hurt the, the New York City couriers. The, I'm pretty sure it will. The ones that are legally working versus these yeah. types. So, yeah. There's, There's one more thing that we wanted to touch on tonight. Um, we, we've kind of moved away from news stories in the recent months. But I think that this one's really relevant for the audience to hear. Uh, so the picture you're looking at is a gig worker's car. This isn't just some stock footage I found. This is uh, an actual accident that a gig worker was involved in. Uh, so <clears throat> a lot of drivers don't know that insurance will not cover them in the event that they're in an accident. Yeah. So well, the... the <laughs> Yeah, so the, the car uh, that we're looking at belonged to a driver named Carrie in Haskell, Oklahoma. Uh, she was driving for DoorDash to make some extra money for the holidays. So, you know, I'm sure that, I'm sure a ton of people are out there doing that right now. They pick up, you know, a few hours on DoorDash or Uber, whatever. And, you know, they, they pay for Christmas like that. Um, she got into a wreck while she was out driving for DoorDash. And found out the hard way that her insurance did not cover a uh, rideshare or delivery type of work. So not only was she out a vehicle, uh, but she's now facing the prospect of bankruptcy because she can't afford to fix the car uh, and the the damages to the other vehicle, presumably as well. Well, that's the dangers you guys are facing. How many of you in the chat? Hundred and twenty of you here. How many do you know about your coverages on period one, period two, period three? You all know. I bet you I half do. of you don't know. Yeah. So if if your insurance company finds out you were doing red share delivery, chances are damn good, unless you specifically pay for it, that they will not cover you. They won't. They won't. So, you know. And, uh, and, and uh, look, I mean, it's an important issue. This is as important as the anti, I mean, illegal accounts issue. You guys need to read the small print on your DoorDash yeah. app. It's all in the app. All I have to do is I read this story, and then I went to the DoorDash app, and I just sent it to Kim. I mean, it's 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 there. It's exactly telling you what the coverage is. And there was one sentence, Kim, in that screenshot yeah. that I sent you, that it clearly says, clearly, that you're not covered, bro. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. Right okay, at own risk. So yeah, it says something. Clearly. Something in the news article uh, was commenting that AAA got involved and made a statement about rideshare uh, insurance. So, um, in at least in the Uber app, it used to say something about how they have like supplemental insurance in the event uh, that your insurance company doesn't cover part of it. Uh, there's a huge catch there, though. Um, don't assume that a gig app's insurance is going to cover you. That Never. is secondary insurance to cover the remainder of what your insurance company will not cover. Yep. So if, if your insurance covers 90% of it, then DoorDash or Uber or whoever will step in 
in a lot of cases and cover the remaining 10% or whatever it is. Yeah. Do not gap, read that. And, yeah, and it, It's like gap insurance. Yeah. yeah and, and the important thing to understand is all app work is commercial business, regardless of food delivery or ride share. Mm-hmm. When your insurance company, and this is also happening in my ride share community, this is definitely happening. In California, insurance rates have gone through the roof for one reason or another for the companies as well, commercial insurance rates which they have to provide you with in period one, two, and three, different coverages. But does anybody know? All you want to know what period one, two, three is? I hope you guys know. Um, but um, the the uh, apps are notifying people's own insurance companies at renewal time or any time, and then you're getting your renewal without an accident, without a ticket. It just went up 40%. Then I call my insurance agent. I go like, "What's up? What's what the happening? hell?" Oh, he goes, "Well, you know, we got, you know, Uber told us that you're doing right here." I'm like, "What the f? You're selling my information without asking me that you could sell my information now?" And I'm you like, wonder no. why I was concerned about the whole of them <laughs> checking our breaking and our whatever else they're checking. They're selling. Yeah, the they're collecting our data. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Brenda. So- one, two, three. What is it? One. Is you're sitting idling, waiting for a trip. Two, you have accepted trip on your way to the trip, or uh, delivery or trip. Three, you're on your way to the destination with a passenger or with food in your car. Those are the three periods. And period zero, which exists, is you taking your kid to soccer, which is your own time, basically. So, thank you. Your best bet when your insurance comes due again is to go in in person and talk to an insurance agent and get quotes for for commercial insurance tell them you do ride share or delivery and get them to show you in writing where it says that the policy covers it yeah I agree. it sucks I mean, to pay the increased premium trust me but it's it's worth it it's it's right. worth it when you need to use it and, and i mean honestly the law of large numbers says that if we do this long enough eventually we're all going to get into an accident at some point or another whether it's our fault or not mm-hmm. so do you want to roll the dice and potentially not have your car covered and the other person's car covered or even worse bodily injury or do you want to just pay the the little bit extra a month and make sure you're covered to begin with yeah i mean that's important thing i I had just had a brainstorming idea how about we do this how about we call uh abdul at display ride to work on our investigation of these illegal accounts we get you both we get you both a vest and a body cam, and then you guys walk around, and then we just—it's my body cam. I mean, not, it's not—it's—I it's, mean, you're ve- wearing a vest, so it's not like you're really recording somebody. And then we record all the shit. People with two, three phones, maybe walk around, snoop over, check out their phones or whatever. How about we do that? We should do that for the investigative journalistic part of the article. I don't see it enough to to probably contribute much to that, but. Uh... Kim might. I already have the I already have display ride vest and body cam. There you, you have go. it? Yeah. Oh, cool. But you are you wearing it? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Then then you can you can do the investigation. Um Sergio, my market is in LA. You have an insurance suggestion. Geico, progressive farmers. They all sell supplemental it. rideshare insurance and TNC, DNC insurance. So check them out. They're not cheap, but 
if you're doing full-time this gig full-time definitely worth it maybe like a couple hundred extra bucks a month maybe 120 to 160 depending on your record driving record which i don't know definitely check it out um if you're doing full-time one gotta have a dash cam two you gotta check rideshare insurance because off the bat right off the bat in rideshare you guys have 2500 dollars deductible even if you're in period three they're gonna ding you with 2500 minimum so you wanna you know be prepared sure. for that yeah so uh yeah i think <laughs> good show sergio thank you for uh for joining us so oh, my uh my pleasure bro i mean uh, I, sergio I, I, ovidian <laughs> uh senior contributor for the rideshare guy uh yeah. co-host of uh the show me the money club hosted here on uh the rsg youtube channel every tuesday at what is it 3 p.m 3 p.m 6. pacific 6 p.m eastern um may i plug something for next week for show me Please go right ahead okay okay so um there was a very uh interesting i'm gonna say um uh, article that was dropped yesterday in forbes magazine by a good friend of the show uh professor len sherman of columbia business school so this guy is not some small joy he's an ivy league professor so he did an article i have nothing to do with this article i'm not involved with this article but Obviously, I read it, and then I tweeted it, and we put it on our community page, Facebook page. I have never seen an article. It was about Uber um, basically lowering driver fares, just like it's happening in delivery, and their take rate, meaning what they keep out of the delivery fee, service fee, or the right to what the passenger pays, taking it up to 40%. That's why they're so profitable now, Okay. And this article was one, not one, the only article so far that was backed up by tens of millions of data points. Until now, there was no article as such, and this hit a nerve. Somehow, it went completely viral. It was on Forbes for maybe less than 24 hours, and the, something happened. I don't know what happened, and they took the article down. That part, I don't know what's going on. However, even if they put the article up or not back up, Prof Professor Len Sherman is going to be our guest on Show Me the Money next week. That's awesome. So you guys can hear it from the horse's mouth. What happened? Why did the article go up? Why did it go down? Why did it die? What happened? And uh, I think it's going to be one of our really more interesting shows. And somebody got pissed somewhere. It looks like it. So... It's like oh, Bud Soda said, we were going butt hurt. <laughs> I, I, so Dara was upset. I don't know. I met Dara. Dara seemed like a reasonable person. So, yeah. so, <laughs> so before we before we end it, I, we are not going to have a show next week. It'll be the following week. So I wanted to wish everybody a happy Hanukkah and also a very Merry Christmas because the next time we'll be here will be after Christmas. So happy holidays, everybody, and thanks for being here tonight. Check out Sergio and Chris uh, Tuesday for Show Me the Money Club. Uh, Sergio, thank you again. And thank you, uh, thank you to each and every one of you for spending some time with us tonight. We will see you guys next time. Next time. Much love. Be safe out there, please.